And then, I was getting into it. Damn. Yeah. And I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the actual intro. Um, you, you should leave what you should you should start the actual YouTube video with like, are we gonna do the intro? First, I'm gonna do the. <laughs> wakey, wakey! Smell those eggs and bakey! It's time for breakfast talk, a podcast discussing current, independent, and mainstream entertainment topics from gaming and movies to comics. Start your week off right with the Breakfast Boys. As always, if you can smell what we're cooking, click that like button. And if your tummies are rumbling for more, click subscribe and ring that brekkie bell to turn on all notifications. All right, let's talk. Yeah. Blood, gore, people die. He betrays them, oh my God. Yeah, it's about to get real spoilery up in this moment. All right, all right, all right. Real quick. The the first thing I want to say is some of my favorite characters are the clone twins. I don't remember if they have names or not. I don't know if they have names. They just call themselves brother. But um, yeah, I, th- I think they said it like in the first episode. But like, they're de- like that little uh, game there was awesome, and like when it later is applied to um, you know the the robot dude, like that was such a cool way to like. They, even they felt like they were like like they know what this is like. They could like that, I love when they make villains sympathetic to other people. Like they even they can see like wow, like I know what this is like too. Even though like like they that was the guy trying to put him away. Right, yeah. so like it's, I very much love that stuff. Like the um, the sympathetic villain is because like it's 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 been like the old comics. It was easy. Like, oh, that guy's a bad guy. Okay, I know who's the good guy. But that was before like we understood like even the concept of superheroes in this type of realm um, of storytelling, at least because like you know obviously we've had like gods and stuff like that for mythology, but when you get a uh, I, actually, maybe that's why I enjoy it so much. Because if you look at like the old Greek mythology, they do have a lot of random sympathetic things, even if there's a bad guy, like Prometheus bringing fire. He's I know he's the good guy, but like how you you bond with them over things like this. They're going against the gods. Like, is that are they the good guy, the bad guy? I love that type of stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 clone brothers are definitely some of my favorite characters. Who are, who are your favorite characters? Go ahead, Greg. Um. Well, Mark, but um, oh, oh, we're are, we're using our made up names. Uh, Invincible. <laughs> uh, so he's cool, obviously. Um, Omni Man is cool, but but you know he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess his pet, his wife, she's she's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god! Thank God we put that siren on. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just really like the like subway scene, so because <laughs> it's just so oh my up. god, yeah, that was so, okay, <laughs> just... before you get into scenes because yeah, that would definitely be tough. Yeah. I'm saying, what's your favorite character that's not like the main character? That's his cop out. Um, I, I I forgot what that guy's name is. Describe him. Man. He's the he turns like all rock. Oh, the like, guy who becomes kingpin at the end, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they. I think his name's uh, Concrete or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because I'm kind of like, oh, well, one of my main characters is kind of like that, except it's like reverse um, in my comic. Well, it's so, cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool because he forms it around his skin. Yeah, it's like the opposite. Yeah. But um, um, now he's, he's right. definitely, that was such a cool story because I did not see that one coming. I That was one of the – because I, I, like you said earlier, like you can kind of see it coming. I – I think the superhero movies or shows doesn't matter. 
you kind of want to see it coming, but I love when you don't see the other stuff coming. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know, like, like, you want the good guy to win. Like, if they don't, and it's the end of the season, it's like, it would feel weird, right? Like, if you killed Invincible at the end, it's like, well, that's, like, this is going to be something. But, like, I get the Game of Thrones style of, like, often people, but, yeah, I would definitely say that, yeah, that that little plot line was so small, and I bet it's going to be so big later, and I love it. And yeah. it's like it was such a cool, uh, cool concept. Um, I like the actor. What's what's your yeah. favorite character? That's tough because I, uh, you know what, I feel like. Um, so Adam Eve was like badass. Like I thought she was like. It's crazy how Starfire meets uh, that. Uh, what the hell's it? She's, she's like a Green Lantern, essentially. She's, yeah, she's you know, but it's real though. It's different. She's like you remember Starfire. Yeah, yeah. She like she has that type of like blast energy thing, all like that. But then she can reshape reality, like because the Green Lantern, they're constructs. Right. She can do that and then literally manipulate molecules to, mm-hmm. be, to be like a Adam's, different yeah. form of themselves. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I that's that's what I'm saying. Like she's and, and what's funny is I thought it's really interesting because I, in the show they're very much they very much downplay her. Like I she's just realized like the, it's Atom Eve. Yeah, Atom Eve. Eve. I'm very dumb. Yeah. I'm just now <laughs> registering that because she has the logo with like the things going yeah. around. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, better, no, yeah. you better not leave that door there. <laughs> <laughs> just go back door. You still have the back door, and then you see the dad come around and everything. You hear the door slam and everything. Um, no, yeah. So she's. I think she's a great character, and like again, under underdeveloped. I think in season one, in terms of like how people see her inside the world, like she's very much still like a down home type of character, even though she has a really ridiculous power set, and she probably has the purest intentions of anybody in the show. Like she's very much the. She's the archetypal character. If you really, really think about it, she has conflicts within herself in terms of like her family and like being part of a team. But as her, in terms of her intentions for the world, she's definitely that archetypal Superman. Like she just wants to do good. She just wants to help people. She wants to use her powers to the maximum and she's going to figure out any way to do so. So you don't have this like really huge conflict between good and evil. She's definitely very much like on the good side. And I really like that about her. She's the wholesome type. Um, well, I think that also helps you. So when you see someone like Omni-Man, like even, even before the end of the first episode, by having that purity of other characters later, like when you reflect back on that, you're like, yeah, like she's is really good. And I can see that he is like weird. Cause like, I know, so like, I guess like the big spoiler right at the end of the first episode, Omni-Man, who is the equivalent of Superman, kills the entire Justice League. Yes. All of them. And Which... it looks brutal. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like the, the very first thing, like, you're just like, what's going on? At first, like, at first I was like, oh, is it a simulation? Is it, uh, like, was it a test? Like, at first, when he first starts fighting them, I actually thought he brought them there to test them to make sure they were strong enough. Because I didn't realize how long I was into the episode. I was registering this at the end of the episode. Um, and then even after all that, when he passed out, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he was mind control. Like the yeah. whole thing. And like, they were, they were good at it. Like I, I figured out, like, I, I actually originally thought that what might've been happening was you'll notice that in the first episode, right after Mark gets his powers, um, he starts getting agitated. And I, I think I just misremember him talking about his planet 
because later he's like, oh, like they send us out to different planets. And I was thinking they sent everybody out. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's because like if like two of them are in a room together, they get really mm-hmm. angry and something happens. Like alpha male? Alpha yeah, male like stuff. Something, and so because of that, he went and killed like the strongest people around. And obviously his son's not at that level yet. And so it was just like, I was thinking maybe that was it. And so like, it was enough to make me think otherwise. My brother kind of got the guess right off the bat. Um, but that's why, that's why I was saying, like, I like that you can get, you can guess it pretty quickly what's going on, but it's just enough where you're like, oh, is it? Like, is that what it is? Yeah, you can't, you can't exactly know where the story's going. Um, but I think, yeah, if it would have been this whole, like, mind control, that kind of stuff, like that actually would have been too obvious. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff, even in the show, they talk about it. So it's like, it's obvious to the characters inside the show. So it would have been much more obvious to us as a viewer outside the show, getting information that they don't have, which- I also like that they didn't, because if they had done that, they're like, oh, it's so obvious it could have been that. So it probably isn't. And then it was, it would have been like, that. that's like that cheesy thing they do in B movies. Like, exactly. Where it's like, there's no way that, oh no, it was exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's actually like Omni-Man specifically. So like, so, so Adam Eve was definitely one of my favorite characters, but also Rex, Rex Blode was actually one of my favorite characters too, for the whole, it's like the whole Kano factor, right? Like he's such yeah. an asshole that he's like somewhat likable and it's like you know that there's a deeper story behind why he's such an asshole you know and and he kind of alludes to it. he's like you're reminding him like you look like me as a kid which is fucked up because like I my childhood up. sucked yeah. <laughs> you're just, like <laughs> reminding me of my sh- my crappy childhood so it's like i get it you know and and, and so i want to kind of like see where he goes and i think actually and so this is my prediction rex blode is going to have some relationship with invincible that like you get to see why Rexplode is the way he is. And then I think Rexplode is gonna be fodder for an emotional development moment in like Invincible's character development. Meaning, is, meaning you think he might he might get KO'd and Invincible's gonna grow because of it? Yeah, like they're gonna become friends in some way, and it's gonna kind of change Invincible a little bit when he does eventually like end up dead. You know what I mean? He's gonna explain to him, man, this is my past, this is why I am who I am. Invincible's gonna be like, oh shit, that makes sense, and then Rex Bloat is dead, and then Invincible's like, what the hell? He was just getting a character redemption arc, I, yeah, and you killed him. <laughs> Speaking of, like, like foreshadowing into the future, too, I think that the way they ended the last episode was the coolest type of ending where it's like... Because, like, one of the things I loved about the show that makes it cheesy was the cheesiness of it. Like, when they were like, oh, no, he's, boom, Invincible. Like, that, that was... <laughs> I was expecting it every episode, and it still caught me off guard, and I loved it every time. I'm like, yeah, there it is, you did it. Um, but uh, well, because it, was it wasn't like, always in like the first five minutes. It was like sometimes it was like a minute in, sometimes yeah, it was like it, six minutes in. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so like there was that, and then the very last um, segment of the I don't remember if it was the very last scene or not. I think it was, but basically he's on the moon talking to Seth Rogen. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love yeah, that. It's so funny. Yeah, it's just like so. He's he's on the moon talking to the Cyclops, and basically he's like, "So what? What are your plans for the future?" After just describing the fact that Viltrumites are going to come and just destroy the Earth, and it shows all these things that were happening and how they're now playing out. Like yes, things taken over. Uh, you know what was it? The robots. They built a bunch more of them, uh, and like all this other stuff. And I was thinking about the fact that I'm like, damn, that's such a cool thing. It's like quick little flashes of each of them. And it's like, yeah, I want to graduate high school. And it's like, oh, cool. Fair enough. Makes sense. He's still just a kid, which is awesome. Yeah. And speaking of the robots, the robots, like, that was like, very, 
I love when they take things that are like history. Like that was very much like finding a Nazi scientist and then pulling them over to use their talent for good. That was such a cool thing. Like how, like, cause even like, uh, what's, what's his name? What's, what's Nick Fury's name? Um, Silas. Silas. Yeah. So like, like Nick Fury, I, I think Silas is an awesome name too. Like for that, like, He's but, a great um, character too. Honestly, yeah. That, that, there you go. That that's another great character too. It, other than the twins, he he's like my like that's my next favorite one. He's yeah. he's awesome. I love that character because he's that he's that like Rick from Rick and Morty where he's extremely smart. He's playing eighteen steps ahead even when he knows he can't win. Like I love that 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 scene where he's like, "What do you think you're do? What do you think you're gonna do?" It's like the same thing I've been doing since I knew you were you were evil. Okay. Buy more time. Like exactly. I love that. And then I love like when like fucking Omni Man's flying and it's like you would dare. And then the <laughs> dawn comes down and just yep. pummels them into the earth. But tangent, tangent. I was yeah. saying um, the robots. That thing. Uh, the cool thing I liked about that, I was thinking about the fact that when he was at the the university and he was rebuilding living people, right? Um, I don't think he had the technology to bring people back, but right. because he was at um, the headquarters. And they've almost brought people back from the dead, and they, apparently in the past at least they've been able to revive. They alluded them. to it, yeah. Yeah, seemingly dead. Yeah, like the the fact that they had access to that, they could then repurpose dead soldiers. Like that was a really unique way because I love that line. It's like, who that? What the hell are those? And it's like, uh, those are soldiers serving their country one last time. I fucking yeah, I was getting chills that whole last battle, and then it's like called out the hail mary, and I was like, oh, I, I knew exactly what they were talking about when they said it, and then it's like. Oh, it's like it's like you've I've already beaten this. You're wasting your you're just wasting time. And he's like, yeah, except we removed its nerve centers, pumped it full of every chemical and uh, enhancer that we could think of, and it, it and honestly, it didn't like that, and it blames you. Up. Yeah, it's like it's like a pissed off and it blames you, and then the thing's just like, rah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by so, the way, that was an awesome kaiju design as well. It was like oh, Cthulhu-ish, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it, like it, it worked. Cthulhu meets uh, what the hell's that? Um, Oh damn! What the hell is that from? It looks like a dinosaur, though. That's what it was. It kind of like like a Godzilla kaiju, you know, mixed with yeah, Cthulhu. I like the tiger lion guy. Oh um, yes, Dude, he looks like a god he, or something. He like he owned like Invincible, <laughs> and I was like, I kind of want him to come back like next season or something. Because oh, they, they show him. him. Yeah, they show him. Yeah, yeah, he he needs to like. I want him to get like pwned now. <laughs> I, I don't want him to get pwned. I want him and Invincible to be like nearly like. Did you ever watch uh, One Piece? Yeah. Uh, remember? I didn't uh, see the entire thing, but like yeah. Crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Or no, no, no. You, you know the um, what the hell is the character? Uh, the the Mochi Mochi, the uh, the guy who can like they they think that he, that bullets penetrate him, but what he's doing is like turning himself into that right like the Mochi stuff real quick. You know what I'm talking about? How many? How many? What what episode did you get to? Because that was like eight hundred. No, yeah, like first first season for me. Like oh, I think that's first like, season. Uh, uh, like four hundred something. There's a character in there who is like one of these top tier admirals or whatever, and um, see, basically he has two abilities. One of them is that he has like foresight, so he can see slightly into the future, and he also has this ability to like turn himself into like sticky rice mochi stuff and like send it out, and wrap it up, and expand and control stuff like. So basically, there's this guy, and for the longest time, people thought that like he was indestructible because every time like a bullet or something would go through him, it would just go through him. But what mm -hmm. was happening is he was utilizing the foresight to basically move his body out of the way as if it penetrated him, 
So, so people thought he was invincible. And then the second the main character like finds that out, like he starts fighting them back, and it's like super intense. But they basically are almost both dead. And then the guy mutually was like, you know what? I respect you. And like they just like that's how it ends. Like mm-hmm. it's like I would love if that lion god. Like they, they they basically beat each other up. They're on the ground, both like almost dead. And like something cool happens because of that. Like I yeah, he I seems like him. a. I'm a good guy. I mean, yeah, he's. I don't know. Like he seems like kind of like a. Um... The, the, the no the battle world dude um from dc where he just comes through and he's like he's just looking for competition you know what i mean like yeah. he just wants to fight the strongest things and that's like that's what i mean he could get re- like he could get vegeta right mm-hmm. where like he's the bad guy he gets beaten up by someone who he thought inferior gains respect and even if he is secretly trying to just get stronger than him the whole time they're almost friends, if not actually friends. Like, yeah, I, love, yeah. I, love, I would love to see that. because I think there's going to be a lot of turns. There's going to be like, I actually think that the whole Kingpin character, Concrete, I actually think he's going to be a good guy. Like it's, it's right now, he definitely kind of played Invincible a little bit. And he like, you know, stepped up to, to be this. I know, still don't know if the if that was the the final intent or the, the decision he made after he like got Invincible on board. I think that it was, yeah, it was just in the moment. Yeah, it was just in the moment. He was like, you know what? Like, I, I can't, like, you're, well, thank you for what you're it, doing, but. So it wasn't in the moment because it turns out he had paid off. Who's the teleporter? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Isotope. Isotope, yeah. When he walked in, he immediately said, boss, it worked out great. Yeah, so yeah. When he said he was paying the girl to get him out of there, he kind of was, kind of wasn't, right? Like. That's the thing is like I think that the second he got invincible on board, he came up with a new plan, and then he talked with Isotope about it. Yeah, no, so, what I'm saying is he planned that whole thing. I'm just saying I don't think he planned for Invincible to get like legit almost killed, and he was just like, you know what? Sorry, kid. Like I'm walking away. Like this, you you dying or me me being concerned about you isn't part of the plan. So yeah. I'm not going to defer myself and I'm not going to change that plan. So like, he's very much like single minded. Right. But I don't think he's like ill intentioned. I think he actually does have like good intentions. Well, he's like, he's like that guy that's like uh, Sandman. That's, that's yeah. he, Sandman where he's like, I'll do anything for my daughter. Even if it's kill other people. Like, exactly. Yeah. So like yeah. that's the, that's the, uh, so it's, yeah, not so much that it's ill intent on purpose. It's ill intent. That's misguided. Like, he's like oh, Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's just single mindedness. I'm only concerned about this and everything else can go to hell. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm just focused on this and that's, yeah. Focusing on my daughter making sure that, you know, we have everything that we, we should have and all that kind of stuff. And I think, yeah, he's going to be a really p- profound character because I think he's going to position himself in the same way like Kingpin is where like he becomes like the savior of Harlem kind of thing. Right. So like you can't just take that guy down because if you take that guy down, all these people are going to be like invincible is the bad guy. It would be be interesting if he starts off benevolent, gets the power rush, then becomes like Kingpin because that, that is what like the Kingpin from Daredevil, like he started off by beating up people that were destroying his area. Mm-hmm. And then I think he, I think that's like, it just went down that route of like, Ooh, this feels good. You know what? I'm going to like, you know what? You'd be scared of me. Everyone be scared of me. I want everyone to be scared of me. And now I'm going to own this city. Right. Like that's kind of like that route. Um, like that's, that's what I think would happen. That would be a cool arc to me at least to like, see him start off immediately, like start cleaning up the area. Bad guys come in, he starts beating them up and he starts getting like used to it. Kind of like how, uh, when he breaks the table, his machine heads, like you're just good at breaking things. 
and then he does it, right? He fell <laughs> for it. I think that's what will happen. Is like he'll be breaking things for a just reason, and then eventually it's like that's not what not like this guy's like. Look at him. Like this isn't just anymore. Like when Invincible broke the dude's jaw, and he's like, I didn't know what happened. It's like I would have done the same thing, right? Like yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, do you? Yeah. Jim, you have like a uh, favorite scene or episode? Um, I think we can all agree on one scene specifically <laughs> that we probably all <laughs> thought was just ridiculous. Um, quick little subway ride. Yeah, the subway, <laughs> but like everything in that subway, too. Eat fresh. Everything in that too. So when he was before that, when he was trying to hold up the building and then fucking it collapses and then he's just holding the arm. Like that shit was fucking crazy. Like those- when I was describing the art earlier, the non-spoiler one, like like the fact that they showed like muscle and bone hanging yeah. out, like they wouldn't do that in any old cartoon, even if there was blood. Like that's what right. I mean by like the details. Yeah. Although they had Justice League, uh, like shadowing, like it, like it was or shading. I mean, it was very much like like detailed for stuff like that. And like the, I, I still love the fact that even after like he beats up his son, like. The looking at his face with the broken teeth reminded him of a singular moment when he was missing teeth as a kid. Like, right. that was such a cool thing. And his face is all swollen, so it looks childish. Like, it, like it was, ah, oh, man. That was such, like, that's what I mean by, like, the emotions. Like, when he was, like, yeah. infuriated, pummeling his own son to death, and he sees the teeth and has this flashback of this one time where, like, you can, cause you can see it in the flashback where he's still, um, you know, he's still thinking the way that he should be thinking. Uh, being kind, but he's like, yeah, this is dumb, wasting my time. And then he has this one moment where he feels human. Right. And I love that. Because it's like, that's like the Goku like landing on Earth and like he's supposed to take it over but hits his head. Like the idea that humans, like the, the power that humans have is that we can like we can change anyone. Like mm-hmm. that happens in a lot of other uh, movie shows like where an alien comes here and like they learn from us even though they're way stronger than us. That we have something more to offer, and that like that that scene was so awesome, and like the the fact that like the last thing he's like like what are you gonna have in five hundred years? He's like I still have you, like right. that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's it's uh I think it's great because like you have this clear division, like this separation, this like cognitive. Uh, um, dissonance inside of omni-man where he's been conditioned his entire life power conquer things like that he's so like, like a purebred like that's yeah, it's like, like he's supposed to be unmovable and he's like a goku if goku would have like stayed on vegeta and then they would have sent him out as an adult like he's that he's that person right so like he he's already so built up in his mind that's hard to change but you see that like there's these cracks in that in that in that surface and all right, so th- this is actually like a comic book spoiler for Invincible. He's not done creating progeny. Prog? What? Invincible. I'm sorry, not Invincible. Omni Man. He's not. He's not done with his kids. Let's just put it that way. Um, in the comic books, so we might see another Viltrumite, half Viltrumite, half whatever, whatever planet he's on, um, in the future. So not on Earth, you mean? Like, not on Earth. He's not on Earth. No, no, no. I kind of assume that he said he's been uh, like he's thousands of years old, and uh, and then he's like you know in in the scheme of things his wife's a pet, and and he also <laughs> knew that his half you know like the half breed son would still end up 
uh, being um, would have the same power. And he's like, it happens when you turn 18. Like, I bet he's, he knows that for a reason. I kind of assume that after we find out, like, because when they show him leaving his planet and he looks as old as he does now. Right. And like, that's kind of like, oh, I get it. And then when he went to the uh, that that um, that universe where time moves faster, remember, mm-hmm. and like he comes back and all he has is a beard, but he's still like the same age. And even even, you know, yeah, the wife wasn't worried about it. Right. Like, you know, Deborah's just like, whatever. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's super. Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely um, super super intriguing to think about like what he's been doing for thousands of years. That Earth broke him, and mm-hmm. what a son on another planet or daughter on another planet would look like. Um, yeah, but yeah, so not having Earth. But yeah, anyway, so what I, what my point was that like I think that moment of having like so that he is his first son. Invincible is his first son. Um, so I think that moment kind of breaks him and, and like change starts changing him when he leaves the planet, he, he is now much different, even though it's like in the context, he's not that much different. Like he still does have that like loyalty battle. Like I'm still a Viltrumite. I still have to like prepare the earth. And so he still has that battle going on, but he's, I think he's going to be much different the next time we see him. Um, and then secondly, what was what was really powerful like impactful watching it again was that he was hoping even though he 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 knew yeah you know mark's probably gonna have his powers he actually told deborah like and he voices it like i wish he kind of didn't have powers and the reason why is because he knew that now he's gonna have to enact this plan because he wasn't even supposed to like have a kid in the first place like he wasn't even supposed to like blend in that much where he had a kid he was supposed to be like this person who prepares the earth and like that's it right so he has the kid and now he knows if he now that he has powers i have to tell him what's up and i have to like start preparing the earth like him and i have to start making this right because when the viltrumites come if he's not who who he needs to be like they're gonna kill kill him him too yeah Yeah. they're gonna kill him he's he's a human in their eyes there's also a really interesting concept how like the viltrumites are so pure that even though um he he would be half human it doesn't matter the viltrumite blood overrides that blood so much he's like you're basically pure viltrumite right like that was super interesting to like think about because like uh yeah that's like a that's like the with like the saying like the same thing with like goku and then gohan and then uh pan like what what happens as it goes away but in this case the thing that made them so powerful was how purebred they were and how like the like, genetics lasers at the blood and like the blood just won't die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, it's man, there's a lot of like cool, interesting stuff. And um, yeah, story-wise it was such a strong story. And, and again, I think this reaches back. We've talked about this like before when you base like a, like a new iteration of something. So like an animation, a movie off something else that's already built. So now you have all of the structure that's been built prior the story of the interesting directions. Maybe they they've taken in the comic books, the, the history inside the comic books that, you know, this person that was world building did. And then all you have to do is just like kind of represent some of that inside this, like now one space that's different, like a, like a movie or a TV show or something like that. It turns out so much better because you have all these avenues and built up things that you don't have to like, you know, play with yourself. And I think, again, that's like, the whole Game of Thrones thing, that's where they lost everyone. When the books, like the, the show stopped coinciding with what the books were, were, that's when it became like chaos and it became un, like not as enjoyable to watch, not as full, not as 
um, rich, you know, it became more kind of like just one and done storylines. The, the arc wasn't as strong, things like that. So um, it's the same way here. And I feel like, you know, we have a lot to work with when, with Invincible moving forward. The comics, again, are, are very popular. They're, they're, they were one of those comic books that kind of like held, held up, um, against other comic books in the industry, you know, uh, that got a lot of fanfare and still were, was like, again, like a parody of the archetypes and stuff like that, but, you know, attracted enough people, um, based on the storyline. So it's, it's, it's only going to get better from here. I think the animation actually will get better too, because I'm I'm probably going to invest more money into it. Am I I the only one that, uh, the second they saw Batman and heard dark, dark wing thought of dark wing duck, (laughs) dark wing duck. Yeah. (laughs) Immediately, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, their their names were all like clever too because like what was it Red Rush? I think that was actually a, like a a nickname of the Flash at one point, the Red yeah. Rush. So I like, like yeah. the, the Aquaman character is a fish. I do. I, that's exactly what I said. I'm like I'm like I love how they made him an actually a fish. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> died brutally. Like, oh my god. No, <laughs> he's just sushi. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was gonna say the other. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> The 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 uh, the the immortal character. First off, I'm very intrigued because, like, obviously his name's immortal, so I'm, he's lived forever. And you see that when he's brought back to life by the twins or the clones, like that that guy was. I I, I was that was the scene I was talking about when I was saying I was like hyped up out of my chair. He's like, yeah, we It's like he's like coming in so hard. Yeah. He's like, he does not care. And I, I dude, I love how he, he was trying to blind him. He's like, you can rip my my spine in half. I am going to like damage you. Like I'm going yeah. to do something. Gonna leave a mark here. Yeah. Oh I no, yeah, that. and he's. It's it's cool because he's like Vandal Savage, right? But he's like part of the Justice League, so he's like the. Um, he's like the good guy, Vandal Savage. Like he was literally a caveman. He got empowered somehow. And Vandal Savage case is like a meteor. And this one, it seems like it's like an alien race that like empowered him with like yeah, immortal life. Like a portal or something. Yeah. When he was like a caveman or something. I love yeah. how it showed like those flashbacks of his whole life. It was life. really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and yeah, like his, the fact that he's still going to be around too. Like in, in those final scenes, you see they're putting him back together again. So well, that and the fact like, because the reason why they couldn't revive him the first time was they got to him too late they said but this well, and his time, head his head was removed from his body well no but I, but i'm saying but it was they because they said that if we get it on him quick enough that it'd be fine but they said it was too late that's why when the twins got or the clones i keep calling them twins the clones got him right they were able to revive him because they had a little more uh experience with like knowledge yeah, yeah. And so I'm saying that like they they could have even with his head removed. Remember they said they were going to try to put it back together. It was just that they because it was so long that they were sitting there dead. I think it was just because like they didn't have the correct knowledge because again time wasn't a factor when it came to the twins, right? Like so he had already been dead for quite no, no, a while. No, no, I'm not saying point. anyone. I'm saying the twins were able to do it because time wasn't important to them. They could bring this guy back. I'm saying right. that Cecil and them, the technology they had, exactly. That's what I mean too. Back together quick enough. But if they had got him, like, right when it came off, I bet they could have brought him back. Probably, yeah. And it was just the fact that because he was dead and then they find them all dead, and they're like, oh, my God, like, you know, it's been too long. Yeah, brain-deprived. Yeah, it was uh, definitely that first initial scene, that that crazy kill the Justice League scene was fucking amazing. I love flashback with the head coming off, like, where he sees, like... (laughs) Dude, I love the... So he sticks his hand through the like uh, the 
tangible girl, like basically Shadow Cat or whatever. Like he kills her and then he uses her as a shield to like block oh, the like, water. Through her face because that's what the gun Oh, yeah, was. yeah, yeah. He punched through her face and then was, yeah, using her as a shield. I was like, oh. Just like, and their power, like combining their powers to try to beat the hell out of him. And he's still like, and he just like snaps old girls, like uh, Battle Girl's neck or Battle oh. Woman's neck. And it's just like War Woman. That's her name. I'm sorry. War Woman. And, I, I know, and then she just her. like falls to her knees and it's just like, <laughs> and yeah, just dies. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking I don't, amazing. I don't have a character in my comics that is anything like Omni Man because I have no, like, OP character, like I'm, I'm against Superman, so like I, I wouldn't ever have a character like that. So like I would love to use scenes like that, but like I can't because I don't yeah. have anyone that's like that. Oh, dude. oh. The, the other one too, the the Red Rush when he's punching him. To oh yeah, his like, wrist yeah. yeah. But, like I love how at first like it, it's not like he couldn't hurt him. Like he was literally punching him to the point where his chest is becoming bruised and mm -hmm. it's spreading, and he's still going. But like the harder he he has to punch harder and harder because he's about to die. Right. Is he, isn't he the first one? This is the first one, yeah. right? Yeah. Die. And so like, you just see his like wrist breaking, his arms are breaking. He's giving it all that he can because he knows if he doesn't stop. Yeah, he's dead. dead. I'm dead. I'm dead already. And, like I'm just gonna make dude, that was like, so gnarly. Oh. I don't think he would have killed them like as easy if like he was alive because like he was yeah. struggling for like a second when like Red he Rock kept was, like, moving trying around, to yeah. save people he, he kept like pushing people out of the way and like he pushed uh i forgot who he pushed it out of the way and then like he was attacked so yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah, why it was so. cool. Like, I, that's if you notice how he literally goes through and kills them all. He killed them in order of importance. Mm -hmm. After he got wrapped up by the Martian guy, that was the next thing he had to do. He's killed him, right? Mm -hmm. it, which was also gnarly. Like he found the little heart or whatever, just ripped it open. <laughs> oh God, poor Martian. Yeah. So yeah, that watch the series because it's yeah. obviously really, really good. There's um, there's, there's parts that, that were, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> there's smaller there's smaller things there's smaller details storylines and things like that that we're not talking about here um the twins being one of them or the, i'm sorry the the uh well, the clones yeah. and and the robot like you know that whole the the team team becoming the new uh you know global force or whatever like that whole storyline is really I good thinking they were saying team team and i'm like like i'm like is the weirdest <laughs> it's such a like a tongue, team tongue team. yeah team yeah team. So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that we still haven't spoiled for you. So you can definitely still watch it. Um, yeah, really, really good series though. I would I would say it's probably one of the best animation series like having to do with superheroes I've seen in, in, a, in a long time. Yeah. It definitely shakes up the the traditional paradigm of like animated movies from DC and and um, and uh, and Marvel general, stuff. Like other than like Rick and Morty, I don't think I've ever seen this much blood in a uh, you know cartoon. Well, anime does a pretty good job of not yeah. censoring as much. You know, like Dead Space was actually pretty cool too. Like, like that. The, the quantity of brutality. No, yeah, like, yeah. Like the last, like we were talking about before, I know we kind of tangent off of it. The subway scene, like where Omni Man is trying to prove a point and explain that humans are like meaningless. Complete, they're just meatbags. Yeah. They are. They're nothing. Right? They're nothing without Viltrumite coming to take over the planet. And he holds his son through an entire subway train of people. And he sees the first guy fling out the window, and then the rest of them, he's like, "No, stop! Stop!" <laughs> they're just they're blowing just up, shattering yeah. against his hands, and they're just like, and he's like, "Look at this! Is you fighting me? You're causing this!" Like it was that was the darkest scene. Like that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was was like, oh, oh, like 
And like when he tried, like you were saying the arm, right? Like when he's trying to save that one person in the building, like he just tried, or or the or the pilot. Oh my god, I forgot about the pilot. Where he's like, oh man, you almost killed him. What were you thinking? It's like what this? Exactly. <laughs> oh. Oh, look at God. all that work. Look at all that work you did for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, yeah, look at all that. Look at all that wasted energy. You gotta think, <laughs> Mark. You gotta think. You gotta yeah, think. Yeah. Think, Mark. I'm hoping if I tell Connor to make that a thumbnail, he'll do that. The think, Mark? Yeah. Something like that. It's like it's like it's it's full of spoilers, think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're definitely using that meme, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, honestly, uh, so, like you, we got to use that. You got to use that for like the uh, the Kickstarter, where they're like, "Listen, oh, if you yeah. don't back about it, what happens if you don't back about back this? Think." <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, there's going to be three seasons of that show at least. Um, it's signed for two more seasons. Um, so their bit budgets are probably going to be like way higher. I, I can picture that being like a like an eight season thing and ending it. Like if they wanted to, I know they could go forever, but I feel like if it was HBO, they would, they would probably try milking it. Yeah. yeah, I know they will. But like, I think that if, I think with based on the trajectory and speed at which the story was told, I I'd be willing to bet. Technically, you could probably do it in five, but you could get a very very like heartfelt, all, like you know, like Cowboy Bebop's one uh, season and it's complete, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it is okay for a show to end and it makes it better because of it. And because yes. of streaming, you can go back and watch it whenever, like The Office, right? Like you're sad it's over, but people watch the whole freaking thing, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So, it's, it, you know, it's definitely, or even Futurama, right? Like its last episode, like it, it's great. Like, it's a like, great I, last episode for Futurama. Yeah, I feel complete with this episode. Now better I can start King over. Huh? Better than King of the Hill. That ending was trash. I've never seen the end of King of the Hill. Don't, don't. So yeah. stupid. I'll tell you what it is. Spoiler. Bobby kills everyone. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my God. Remember Bobby? Speaking of Bobby. Oh, yeah, um, that one guy looks just what, like Bobby. Ronan? Ronan? Was that his name? The guy that looked just like Bobby? Yep. Yep. I thought the exact same sunglasses? thing. What? He looked like yeah. Boom Howard sunglasses, but he was, but he was Bobby. Like He, he killed got killed. Him. Like. Murder. Remember, he's like uh, one last. Uh, um, I'm proud to serve this country one last time. Oh, the the the, the um, yeah. I know, talking, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Roland. 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 Yeah. I thought he looked just like awesome. Bobby. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he got out of Omni Man's way twice during that scene. That he rolled, awesome. and then the this, and then he's like, I'm "Glad to serve this country." So wait, wait, wait. All right, so. What's funny is they they that was from the first episode. Remember, like the security guard was like, "Oh, that the fact that they're trying to teach us how to roll out of like a superhero way," Everything he did, and then yeah. he did it. Yeah, and so that was cool. And then um, the you guys noticed, superhero dude Carl Winslow was in this show yep. as yeah, the he's principal. The principal, yeah. yeah. Winslow, yeah, from Family Matters. Family Matters. He was the the principal he, of the not, of the school. It was like one scene. Yeah, one scene yeah. that he was in there. Oh, what is this? He's a plate. Yeah, and it's Principal Winslow, too. So like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I yeah. didn't register that. Yeah. I, like, I knew, I knew his voice. I knew his voice, and I'm like, it can't be him. And on Amazon, it shows, like, cast and whatever uh, for and voices. Yeah, and it's Carl Winslow. I was like, what? He's, he's like, he's like he older now. He's been in he, like a while. 
he's obviously very older now, but and he has yeah. like dentures, so his his voice kind of sounds like a little different than it used to. It's kind of like Danny Glover. Have you seen Danny Glover with like with dentures? He sounds like completely different. Yeah. Does not sound like Danny Glover anymore. It's weird. Yeah, funny. yeah but but yeah. But anyway, the let's voice, wrap this thing the up. voice acting, by the way, is really good. But really uh, good. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, you should. Uh, <laughs> Watch well, first off, if you didn't already, if you didn't already, you should watch our review episode of it because this is more like the discussion of it. But you should watch yeah. the review episode where we give it our our opinions on the rating, spoiler free. So if you want to share that with your friends, uh, to convince them to watch Invincible, right? Break it down. But yeah, so like definitely, um, definitely share that. And then if you just want to ruin somebody's weekend who hasn't seen it, you should share this. And be like, it's totally spoiler free. Just exactly. skip back the first five seconds, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. So definitely, yeah, don't yeah, don't share this if they haven't seen it. Don't be that guy. Yeah, but it's been a while. I mean, not, not really. It's was it a couple months. I saw it twice already. I've been I through it twice. Saw it twice if I went in three days. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> episode with 45 minute episodes i could see people taking a minute to get through it did you uh, see falcon and the winter soldier yet no that's the one we're going to probably do this week okay cool yeah we wouldn't so, talk about that in this episode anyways we'd have to like have a whole other spoiler warning no yeah so uh, no, that would be a whole different thing yep you see your little logo butter cat um you can get a lot of that one yeah, that and there's uh, stickers, which uh, wait, 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 wait. Line them up. You gotta get the you gotta get the the buttercat corner, the buttercat latte, the buttercat sticker. There you go. So much buttercat. Buttercat stickers upside down now. I can't see it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, you should go to the indie store, and if you don't know what the indie store is, uh, we can show you. Oh, hi, I, I didn't see you there. How embarrassing. Oh, this? You like this? Well, yeah, that's just a breakfast talk, you know, merch design that I made, you know, for our podcast, Breakfast Talk. No big deal, you know. Oh, what? You, you, you want one? Oh, well, I mean, I can show you where to get it. All right, so we're going to head over to SierraNovaComics.com. And then we're going to look at the featured comic section. You guys can catch up on all the breakfast talk and breakfast bulletins, as well as the other podcasts that are uh, sponsored by Sierra Nova Comics. And then we're going to head over to the uh, indie store, which is where we get all the merchandise. And then uh, pop over and grab an awesome shirt designed by my buddy Martin. It's a really, really cool design. Or head down here. And let's join the indie revolution. Check out that awesome design. Or you can uh, get yourself a Gravedigger sticker from the Chronicles of Horror collaborative indie project um, hosted by the Sierra Nova Comics platform. Treat yourself and get yourself a Triple Threat Comics mug. Or head over and get yourself an Ice Pick Ultra Sweet Ultra Cotton Tea. Uh, yeah, so divide the two and carry the exponent. Are you still here? What are you doing? Go! Get indie merchandise. Go pick up a Breakfast Talk mug. I'll see you on Breakfast Talk. <laughs>